Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Kipchoge, The Last Milestone is a cinematic portrait of world record marathon holder Eliad Kipchoge as he prepares to break one of the last milestones in sporting history, the sub-two-hour marathon. It follows his journey from his training grounds in Kenya to the high-tech facilities in Europe to his record attempt in Vienna. His motto, No Human is Limited. Kipchoge, the last milestone, offers unprecedented access to Eliot, capturing the Kenyan marathon runner's preparation ahead of his attempt to achieve the seemingly impossible and all of those things are true, and it is a beautifully rendered documentary film about not only this record-breaking attempt, but also the man himself, Eliot Kipchoge. We're joined today by the director of the film, and that would be Jake Scott. Jake Scott, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. This is such a beautiful film to look at. It is uh, beautifully paced. The, uh, the look of it is just stunning. It, it is an elegant documentary film, a look behind the scenes at what this, uh, the attempt to break the sub two hour marathon record. Tell me a little bit about how you got involved in this project. Um, thank you. Well, I wasn't looking to do a documentary at all. I've never made a documentary before. I came on board as a producer, actually, and was in a meeting, an initial meeting to discuss how and what it would take to make a documentary about this attempt. and. I'd never heard of Elliot. I didn't know who he was. I didn't. I had. I don't. I'm not a follower of of marathon running, and and I was just. I was smitten actually by by what I was hearing that at that table. But I didn't consider myself to be right for the job. I, I as a director, I I went to Kevin McDonald, who's a great director and a good documentary director as well. Asked him, and he jumped. He did it. He jumped on, and then shortly into he went off to Kenya because I I realized. They're, they're training as we're speaking. We need to go shoot them training. So some of the training stuff that you see, uh, there's one interview of uh, Elliot that, that was actually from Kevin's part of the shoot, which is great because he 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 um, he provided a foundation really. But then Kevin had to bail because he had a, a film get green lit and he had to leave. So I I took it over. I learned. I mean, it was really amazing. It was a really amazing experience. I shot. I really started at the race. I started in Vienna when they arrived. I, I went there for the rehearsal weekend in August to plan it and position my cameras. And then I shot the race. And then I went back to Kenya to follow Elliot and to do interviews and to meet some of the pacemakers and to explore the world and get more in, into that region of um, the Rift Valley, Captagat and Iten and uh, the highlands above the Rift Valley. And then spent several months doing interviews at like Oxford University and University of Brighton. And I went to, I went to Monaco to, to interview Sebastian Coe or Sir Sebastian Coe. So it was a pretty involved, drawn out process. But uh, I, yeah, as I say, I wasn't, I, initially I didn't come on as a director. I came on as a producer. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is you have this amazing subject. Amazing. Amazing. He is an amazing person. And mm. he's blessed with a lot of, of characteristics that you would want in a subject. First of all, 
he has this remarkable face. I swear you, and you did a fair amount of close-ups of him and he has this amazing face. You could just stare at for forever. Mm. And in it, within that is, you can see his, and somehow see his character. You can see what a, a truly open and humble person he is. We get to see him in his element of where he's training, where he's where we see him around his family. We see him in these different settings. And he's just, he seems like just, uh, as it's said in the film, and I'll repeat it, this kind of Zen-like uh, disposition that he has about life. And we get to hear him talk about his life and what motivates him, what his parents gave him, his mom in particular gave to him. It's just an amazing person. So you've got in the middle of this incredible attempt to achieve the impossible, you've also got this amazing character. Well, you said it really well, actually. It's exactly what I was going for. Because I, I came into it. I know Kevin was frustrated by the lack of access. And it was difficult because they were in training. So they wanted to keep him pretty protected. So I think it made sense that he had let limited access. I had more access. My whole thing was really the pursuit of what you just said, which was understanding not what was going on inside his head. Not that I didn't want to like, didn't want to do that. What I wanted to do is do a study and understand his life's mission, his work. And his work is really that is to inspire the idea in people that no that that no human is limited. And you know, to quote Socrates, he really embodies that idea of know thyself. You know, he, he really embodies that idea. And you, you're right to compare it to, to, to Zen Buddhism. I, I, going up to the camp, I realized it was, to me, it was a bit like Tibetan Buddhist monastery. It's ascetic. And there's a lot of sacrifice made. Um, that's long periods of time away from their family and children, you know, to train men and women. And I was just impressed with the discipline and the rigor, but also the humility. And the humility, which is, in, we live in an age, and especially when I was shooting this at the time when we had Donald Trump in the White House, right? And we've got Boris Johnson in London. They love to talk and bluster, beat their chests, right? And, and the same is true of a lot of sportsmen. You know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of opinion. There's a lot of loud voices. But the quiet voices are the ones to listen more, more acutely to, you know. And uh, Elliot is that. Elliot is... Is a quietitude and humility, and, and by his own self description, is like simple. He lives a simple life, and that's what gives him the space, and it gives him his aura. But it also gives him the space and 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 the required energy to do what he does. I I, I really think he's like a very very special human being, on a level with you know, I mean, almost on a Gandhi level, you know, like or he's he's a, he's a he's a born leader. But he doesn't want to lead. He wants to inspire. I mean, it's just, it's remarkable in this day and age that this this man, you can find such a person. Yeah, it, it's just amazing to watch him. I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Jake Scott. He is the director of Kipchoge, the last milestone. It's the attempt to break the seemingly unbreakable record of running a marathon 26.2 miles in under two hours. Certainly, you know, he's the heart and soul of the film. But it's this high tech kind of approach to how he's going to go about doing this. So you have this wonderful, incredible human being in the middle of all of this. Well, yeah, I mean, you're getting 
It's good because it means the, the, the film was clear in its intention because you're describing it exactly as how I'd like it to be described. He's a nucleus, right? And, and I, was very, I was very drawn to that idea of him being a nucleus. And then around that, energetically, there are these, there are these layers. There's these, this sort of concentric layering of personnel and support. And it just expands, you know. And, and, and I also felt that the road in Vienna was a road that led to the, the, the red earth of Kenya, you know, that, that mm. the, those two roads were connected. And those two completely different cultures were connected. So there was this universality to the whole thing. Yeah, the, the realisation as we went along of how monumentally involved, how technical it was, how scientific it was, uh, how much research goes on in, in in figuring out how to make this happen? You could you can compare it to landing on the moon. You know, like this guy running in under two hours is not such a far fetched idea uh, <laughs> to compare it to landing on the moon. Well, well, you they pra- they practically have a NASA control center. That's I mean, they almost replicate that. That yeah, they did. I mean, that's what we called it. I called it NASA because it was it it, it was called the Performance Operations Center, right? The POC. <laughs> the POC. Then my room, no one sees that in the film, but my room, I had because I had seventeen camera positions all running at once. But um, I had a mission control as well, which was fantastic. But um, yeah, that, it was one man. It was one man trying to break. The, it was one man against time, right? Yeah. And then and then forty plus. Uh, pacemakers who are all that should be mentioned is that the pacemakers were the best of the best of the best in the running world like all gold medal winners and um, olympians and record breakers in their own right Right. you know right well in some ways this is the most elemental um kind of desire on human beings is to somehow beat time to understand that you can break through in that context of running against the clock, running against history, running against these things. But at the but at the core of it, as you just mentioned, he's surrounded by those people who would it would not have been possible without him. Very much so like in Kenya when he's running, when it really literally feels like as he's running through the village, he's picking up people as he goes along, which is a metaphor for what so much of this film is about. That's it's correct. Just, yeah. He, he can, and that's what I'm saying is you see it in 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 how he could conduct himself in his own life. Yeah. Is, and, and there's this incredible, um, I heard, you know, before I really met him, that, oh, he's really elusive, he's really inaccessible. But if you're awake and you're watching and you're listening and you see with your own eyes and you pay attention, you see what you exactly what you said earlier is that he has this openness. And he doesn't have to talk all the time. He doesn't have to present. It's, see, this, this is a man, I think, we talked a little bit about it, the ego. I was like, you must have an ego to want to compete. But the ego seems to be almost, I don't, it's a different kind of ego. You know, it's like, it's, there's nothing showy about him. There's a kind of, it's almost like he leaves the ego behind. It's it's almost done with pure intention. You could do another documentary about him. You know, I think he's just the most fascinating human being. And um, Well, I'll take it back to something that's in the beginning of the film. And that is, his mother, his mother said mm. very basic things to him, or at least things mm. that have really struck, mm. you know, and stuck with him. Mm. The fact that, you know, his father was not in the picture, his mother 
feels like she was she had such an impact on his life and his outlook and also the determination to kind of break through some cultural prejudices about a single parent all these things that were going on which really seemed to have forged this kind of idea in his head but at the same time he never lost sight of the humanity of in all of us it seems and i just you're right about that. He could be a, you could just do a documentary of him running around Kenya or his village or, or his community. I mean, it's, it's really, it's a very powerful person. Yeah. And, and, you know, that ultimately in the documentary, we touch upon varying and sometimes conflicting viewpoints on what makes Kenyan athletes, particularly so dominant in, in long distance. And, you know, there's a lot of, academic viewpoints on that but Elliot was saying as would Patrick is that really Patrick is is saying his his trainer his coach you know ultimately it's about hard work you know it's about dedication and discipline and getting up in the morning and running you know and they're doing a a marathon a week and putting in the time putting in the effort I always likened it to like the film ends with him going for a run right in the morning and it's a bit like, I, 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 for some reason, when we were doing it, I kept thinking of Glenn Gould and the story I heard about Glenn Gould, the pianist, you know, who would begin and end his day doing scales. You know, I heard this and he, every day, every morning, he'd wake up, do scales and every, and scales are fundamental, right? So they're rudimentary. So to think of someone like Glenn Gould doing scales, me? he had to do scales, but this is what I'm talking about. It's the practice. It's the, it's necessary. It's the the stuff that you do that's not the glory, the glamour, the it's the work. And there isn't a single athlete, artist, and anybody who's good at anything puts in the work, you know, and um and and pushes. So he's he's a very good example of that. Well, I want to thank you for the film. And uh, I'll just say if anything would focus the mind, it would be running 26.2 miles. That would focus anyone's mind. And certainly it seems to have done that with uh, with uh, Iliad uh, Kipchoge. The film, again, is called Kipchoge, The Last Milestone. It comes out on August 24th through Universal Pictures. Be looking for this. It is just, as I said earlier, an elegant documentary film, wonderfully done, beautiful to look at, and an incredible array of people involved in an amazing subject. Jake Scott, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for the film. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us here on Film School Radio. Thank well you. done. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music